Welcome in, welcome in everybody to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your host, Mike, along with my beautiful wife here, Jackie. Hi. How's it going? Good. Good. So Chuck is out of town. He's in New Jersey. New Jersey. He's placing some bets for us while he's up there for a wedding, not his own. (laughs) But he's attending somebody else's wedding. And so this week, while he's gone, we're talking about House of the Dragon. And we're talking about episode seven, titled Driftmark, and episode eight, titled The Lord of the Tides. Chuck recapped while we were on our honeymoon, episode six, The Princess and the Queen. And so we will pick up where he left off, and then we will capture two episodes. And then we will lead into uh, the episode that drops tonight, which is the 16th, which is going to be The Green Council. That's episode nine. So um, we will jump into episode seven, Driftmark. You ready to go? Let's do it. Excellent. (laughs) All right. So Chuck left us off where Lady Lena has basically committed uh, suicide by dragon. So she was having complications in labor, and it was basically kind of going to be left up to Damon to decide whether or not they were going to do the horrible C-section version in Westeros or try to let it ride out, and maybe they would lose the baby. And instead, she chose to go out as a dragon rider and commanded Vagar to burn her to death. That's hard. I mean, and I think, too, you know, she talked to Damon before this and was kind of talking about how she felt like she wasn't the wife that he wanted or, you know, had was looking for, and she thought that she did her best. And, you know, so she was obviously having doubts about their relationship and how happy they were. Um, I mean, goodness, she was what? a young teenager when he just kind of captured her and, and took they her ran off together, ran yeah. off together. Questionably. Yeah, yeah. Questionably ran off together. They just disappeared. And next thing you know, they're married and have children. Right. But, um, but yeah, so I think too, you know, she was questioning that and she was kind of really getting more vocal about how she wanted her children to be raised mm-hmm. and stuff. And so there was a, I think there was a lot of unhappiness in her. And so, you know, that with this birth and, I think, you know, later on we talk about how the mother was, her mom was, you know, saying that she should have had birth here instead of there. And so there was a lot of things going on. And so I think that that was a, I think that was a powerful move on her part because, I mean, you know, women didn't have a lot of say. And I think that that was one of the, you know, crazy things back then is that the husband had the choice, you know, baby or the wife, which one do I choose? So, um, you know, there's a lot of respect the the way that she went out. Um, And obviously, you know. I know dragons aren't real, but in that world, I think that was hard for her dragon because he didn't want to. This is Can We Kick a Podcast. We stick to reality here. Dragons are real. <laughs> dragons are real. Dragons are real. <laughs> and so it shows how hard it was for her dragon to do this act. And so um, that was kind of a very powerful scene. Yeah. So. And so the episode opens. We're uh, attending the funeral for Lady Lena and Driftmark, and we see the families reunite. Um Rhaenyra and Damon are reunited, and awkward. Just so he's awkward. single now. Yeah, and yeah. she's still got a false marriage with uh, Lenor, and they reunite and they become physically intimate on the beach. And Lenor's grieving for his sister, who he misses and felt like he wasn't there, and so, um, and then the king. Oh, his uh, his dad is is summons his lover to go get his charge out of the water and get your patron yeah presentable yeah (laughs) yeah lord corliss tells him to go get him because he's like crying in the tide yeah um and all of this is going on and we see prince amond uh runs off and and he's been made fun of for not having a dragon 
And so he decides, oh, there's a free dragon out there. Right. And he's got this obsession with getting a dragon. That's like all he's his goal in life, essentially, you mm-hmm. know, since he didn't have one. Been picked on enough. Exactly. Was to get a dragon. And yep. so, you know, we, we've seen him before climbing in caves, trying to, you know, um, kind of uh, chase after these dragons um, and prowl after them. And so uh, he does the same. And obviously um, her dragon was she mentions to her daughters one is the one of the biggest in yep. the world. Vagar. Vagar is, is the biggest. So, um, you know, obviously an ultimate prize for a young boy. Yep. Goes out, rides it, basically claims it. And when he gets back, he's uh, challenged by his cousins. Uh, um, Lena's uh, daughters, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Rhaenyra's sons, and uh, saying that that wasn't right, that that should have been passed down to one of... Uh, Lena's daughters. Right. And that's when Aemon loses his eye because Luceris slashes him with a knife. Right. And I mean, I think, too, it really kind of shows the difference in the children mm-hmm. of who they become as adults. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he was saying, well, if, if you wanted it, you should have grabbed it and taken it. Yeah. And I think that this is foreshadowing for how, you know, the future will be for them as, you know, when they start claiming the throne. And then you have um, Rhaenyra's kids are more good-hearted and, and, you know, everything is kind of not black and white, but I think that they have a better handle on morals. And so they're like, well, that's not right. Like, it should have done that. And they come to the aid of their, you know, fellow cousins mm-hmm. um, in in their claim of how that should have been their dragon. And so I think, too, that this was a really great way of showing, you know, who these children are mm-hmm. and, and who they become to be. Um, and, you know, I think, too... Um, we mentioned the foreshadowing with uh, the sister who can kind of who mentioned something about when he got bullied with the pig situation. She's talking about the centipedes and, and she's, you know, got her mm. bug collection and she mentioned he something. He will close an eye. Exactly. Yeah. He will get a dragon, but he will close an eye. And so we kind of see that prophecy come Ooh. to life here. So perhaps she's a green seer. Right. What I mean, we saw that which with... Which is, a green seer is the three-eyed raven, which is right. Bran Stark, right? Right. And the three-eyed raven is a descendant of Rhaenyra and Daemon uh, Targaryen. So okay. perhaps there's some green seers in their lines. Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, and so he loses his eye, and that's when we see uh, Queen Alicent uh, wants retribution. And Viserys... Tries to get to the bottom of it. Right. He's trying to find out why the fight started, and they're kind like, of. "He's like, oh, they they called us a bastard." And, he, and Viserys is like, "Who did this? Who right. said this?" And, right. And Aemon, right, one eye is like, uh, "I heard it from my brother." Yeah. And who's the next in line? Right. He's the 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 heir who he rats out, and I don't remember who he says, but he. They all look at the at yeah. They all they're all at, looking at at Alicent. at Alicent. Yeah. And and so that is. You know, apparently yeah. what. And so the king kind of sees that and he's like, this is ridiculous. If anybody says anything of this again, that's it. You know, oh, Yeah, he'll cut out their tongues. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, I think, too, under everything, it's interesting to see that no matter what happens, family will protect family. Yeah. And parents will always protect their children. And that is what you see clearly through this entire episode is that they want to protect their children. Or their legacy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yes. So, yeah, so that, you know, Allison then, you know, won't let it go. And Viserys is like, this matter is done. And when he goes to walk off, she grabs his Valyrian dagger. And that she he, says, this is in, in, insufficient. Yeah. Or, you know, this isn't enough. Yeah. And uh, Rhaenyra 
uh, stops her, grabs her, right, blocks her from taking, you know, taking the kid's eye. Yeah. And then um, that's when uh, she gets her arm cut. Yeah. And then that's because, I mean, she, she tried to summon her. her yeah, Lord Corliss. Lord, yeah. yeah. And so she was like, you're sp- I want you to take his eye yeah, out. You're sworn to me. And he's like, only to protect you. And everybody's like, what? Not to do your bidding. Yeah. Exactly. So there's more. She just let a little cat out of the bag on that one. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, um, but yeah. And then, you know, it was interesting because that's why Rhaenyra whispers to Allison, you know, now they see who you truly are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so it all quiets down. Viserys tells anybody who who brings that up again will have their tongue cut out. And then we see Otto Hightower, right? New hand of the king. He's back. Um, is talking to Allison in their chambers, and he tells her, you know, he's never seen that side of her. But now that he knows that she will go to those links, that maybe they could win this game. Right. Because I think he was hesitant before. Because, I mean, obviously she was, what, a 15-year-old girl? Sure, yeah. He's like, oh, raise this child to be. All the pieces weren't in place yet. Exactly. And so now it was definitely one of those, like, (laughs) like, I'm proud of you (laughs) (laughs) moments. Like, you know, you have the guts to do what it takes. And I think that this is the first time he's seen her as, you know, like the mama bear type of of, person. Role that she's doing to protect her sons, and so he's trying to get everything in line to where his children yep. will ascend the throne. Yeah, and then that's when we see, you know, Ray, Rhaenyra and Damon are starting to unite, um, you know, people against Allison and her supporters. Um, and we're still on Driftmark, and we see Princess Rhaenys, who is Lord Corliss's wife. Um, they're talking about the succession of the title for Driftmark. Uh, Lord of Driftmark, uh, for who that should go to, because obviously now a lot more people are talking about Rhaenyra's kids not being uh, Laenor's. Pure of blood. Yeah, pure, yeah, uh, of the true lineage. Right. And Princess Rhaenys suggests that they hand the title down to Bela, who's their granddaughter, right, between uh, Damon and uh, Lena, uh, and all while claiming that Laenor is not the real father of Rhaenyra's children, which we all know. Right. Um, and I think it's Corliss that says like people don't remember blood; they remember names. Absolutely. And so he's gonna keep he's gonna keep in line with giving it to I think it's Lucerus. Yeah. Which is Rhaenyra's son. Um, and it's because too. I mean, it's just it's so much more of a stronger match because of who she is, who the mother is. Yeah. You know the next succession for the throne and the iron throne and and then his son yeah. and so he's, it keeps he's, their claim it keeps them closer to the throne absolutely. as if if they gave it to Bela, cool her dad is damon he doesn't have shit right that and, they know of right exactly now. Yeah. right and so you know he's trying to do the strongest match that will look good on paper and i mean you know he's not wrong history gets retold in, in sure. whoever wins their their version and um and it can kind of get whitewashed to match whatever narrative needs to be done. So, you know, he's right. And I think, too, he's just he's kind of doing the dad thing where he's supporting his son, even though they know about their son. They're not stupid. Um, And so he's just supporting his son, because if he does say Bela and, and, you know, the other children are more legitimate, he's also saying more treasonous and and supporting that accusation that they're not true yeah. Valerians. Right. So he, he publicly he, makes a, a, a stance. Exactly. Yeah. By Picks doing a side. That. Yeah. 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 And so not she, good. She yeah. Is, yeah. She kind of doesn't see all of that. And he's thinking of the big picture and yeah. she kind of snipes at him for his decisions and ambitions. But again, he's acting like a dad as well. Yep. So, 
Yet all the while, Rainier and Damon are hanging out, right? Because they've made it. Hanging out. Yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> uh, it, Netflix and chilleth. Um, <laughs> and they want to get married. But, you know, Lena's dead now, so Damon is single. Except that Rhaenyra still has Lenor. And they come up with this way that they want to kill him. He's got to be dead. He's got to be dead for them to be able to get married. Right. So uh, Damon pays Sir Carl, Carl with a Q. Carl with a Q. And the reason why we know this is we have to watch it with subtitles. With subtitles sometimes, yeah. <laughs> so Carl they get a little a bit uh, mumbly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so Damon goes to him and tells him it should be a public death. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, so Carl is going to betray. Right. Lanor. Yeah. And and Damon tells Carl, like, there are places across the Narrow Sea where it doesn't matter what your name is, just how much gold you have. Yep. So then we see Carl waiting in Lanor's chambers and tells him he's always been jealous of him or something or like that. He's always looked down upon him. Yeah, he's him. always looked down upon him because he's he's not he's not he's royal a little, he's or whatever. He's more inferior yeah. in rank and stuff, and so... A fight ensues. Right. And then we see somebody get thrown in the fire. Yes. In the fireplace. Right. And they pull the body out, and of course, Princess uh, Rhaenys is like beside herself because he's like wearing a necklace. Right. I think that's what they get at. Yeah. And you're like, oh, geez, like, Laenor's yeah. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and before this, you know, they were having he was having this conversation with Rhaenyra saying, I I have I failed you as a husband. Right, 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 you right. You know, I haven't been there. You deserve yeah. a husband. You're going into this battle. Carl Carl is gonna go fight in the stepstones. Right. I will be there I'm, to raise the kids. Exactly. Yeah. I wanna be more committed to our relationship. Right. They're you know, our children's birth is being questioned. This is our fault. We made this decision when we were young to have fun and to try to do what we do, but obviously they didn't do it well enough. And so it, I mean, this is something that could, could sentence their children and possibly her to death, you know, if they don't win this, this kind of battle. Um, Life or death. Yeah. It's a game of life or death. And so he's like, things are getting serious. I need to kind of commit. And, you know, again, what echoes is his thing saying, you deserve a husband. Right. And so that's kind of what she takes away from it. And then next thing you know, her and Damon and. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Lanor, believing Lanor is dead. Now, um, Damon and Rhaenyra privately wed mm-hmm. in the true Valyrian tradition where they, like, split each other's lips the, the and the cut each other's hand. Tradition. Oh, dude, yeah, just <laughs> rough. Yeah. And then um, that way they can perpetuate a true Targaryen bloodline. And I mean, now, I wish we saw this before we got married because then that's something we could have done for our Jeez, yeah. <laughs> it's about three weeks too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's when, you know, the, these two are... United, and now they will be leading the charge against Allison and Hightower um, as the king just slowly gets weaker and weaker, closer to death. And at the end of the episode, we see, oh, after faking his death, yeah, Lenor secretly is getting in a rowboat with a shaved head. He no yep. longer has the dreads. Yep. And the blonde, it, iconic hair. Yeah. The, yeah, the white. Valerian. Yeah, Valerian hair. Yep. He is uh, secretly fleeing Driftmark uh, with Sir Carl. With a Q. Carl with a Q in search <laughs> of a better life across the narrow sea where there is plenty of gold and no names matter. Absolutely. And I think, you know, good for him because I think, too, you know. It he gets to always, make his choice. Yeah. It was always his duty yep. and obviously not what he wanted to do. And so good for him for, for trying to do what's right for his now 
ex-wife and stuff. And so now he knows that she's going to have a stronger foothold in her position. Um, and he can kind of go and do whatever he wants. I mean, he's always talked about just being a sailor and fighting. Oh, he loves the battle. You know, yeah. the battles and being in this Navy. And so he gets to go do that and he's got enough gold to support them and, and whatever. So I think, you know, good for them. It's just hard because you see his mother, Princess. Rainies. Yeah. Just completely lost because she's now lost both her children. Yep. Um, you know, to essentially the Targaryens. Yeah. Um, and stuff, which she is, but I mean, at the same time, it's hard when you have that, that family, that blended family that she has. So yeah, she's lost both her children. Um, and she doesn't kind of, she doesn't quite know where her legions lie and, um, she's a little lost. So. Yeah. And so that was episode seven titled Driftmark, um, which took place entirely on Driftmark. And that leads us into episode eight, which is the Lord of the Tides. And so we'll jump into that. So. From when Lanor departs, Damon and Rhaenyra have wed. It's been six years. Wow. So the episode jumps another six years. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things that takes me a while to recognize that it's been six years. Yeah. we A lot of the aging, for the most right. part, of the main actors hasn't right. changed. The only one, really, which we'll see in a little bit, is going to be Viserys. Right. So uh, six years on, right, we're back on Driftmark. And Vaemon, his brother, is talking with Princess Rhaenys about how... Corliss is has been wounded while fighting in the Stepstones. So within six years, at some point, he's fighting in the Stepstones. It started up again. Probably never stops. Right. Uh, he's gotten wounded. He's I think also has like a plague of some kind because they talk he, about a fever. He's got a fever. So I mean, yeah. he has some type of again. You know, we've seen this even with um, the king getting just a simple cut right. turned into like blood poisoning yeah. and whatever. So yeah, so he's got something and he's. He's got a fever, and he can't leave, and nobody goes to support him. So he's off in the Stepstones, slowly dying, apparently. Um, so now it's questioning what happens next if yeah. the worst Who happens. is going to take over, right? There's been a challenge to uh, Rhaenyra's children and their legitimacy for Laenor's bloodline. Um, and so the challenge is being taken up at King's Landing in front of the King's Court. Uh, Hightower is taking over the throne. In Viserys' stead. And they even mentioned, too, um, when uh, Rhaenyra and Damon show up, they're like, where, where's all the decor? Where's the Targaryen stuff? And they're yeah. like, oh, well, we think that it's more inclusive and blah, 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 but it's interesting. They now have their full influence over the, the kingdom. And right. Now, they, they are, they, there are more iconography of the religion of Westeros. I don't remember what it's called. That we see much later in Game of Thrones as the show goes on. Um, And so Vaymond is challenging that Rhaenyra's son, Lucerus, is illegitimate. Um, And so now Rhaenyra and Daemon have to go to King's Landing from Dragonstone, which they have taken up as their residence, uh, to challenge this claim. which Viserys Die with the lie. Yeah, die with the lie. Die with the lie. (laughs) And so uh, when they get there, there's no pomp and circumstance and there's no there's no warm welcome they get there and they're like oh yeah come on inside and they're like they have no proper greeting yeah yeah and then we see in the in the in the the council they were like they're here were they greeted as i expected or as i as i commanded yes they were and so it's like okay they intentionally like did that to piss them off yeah yeah 
And um, they get there, and, and Rhaenyra and Damon go see King Viserys, and they find, you know, six years on, he's he's now bedridden. Um, you know, he's missing an eye. He's disfigured. He's just gotten weaker and weaker, and his illness has taken its toll. And they introduce him to their to their new Targaryen children. Right. And uh, Viserys II. Yep. And I, I don't remember the other one. I think it's... Uh, they don't really introduce him. It's like Aegon the... Yeah. the or, or Aemon, it's one. It's it's another one of those. Yeah. Um. Anyways, and so they're pretty they're pretty sad about how debilitated he's gotten. Um, and I think too, she kind of feels guilty for not being able to see or or not being able to be there and support her dad, but to not realize how worse his condition has gotten. And you know, it's that guilty daughter. Like she could. She could be there and doing something, and she's not. And right. He can't even function and do. Anything. Oh, he's all high on milk of the poppy Absolutely. because of the pain. Yeah. yeah, he's got this eye patch, and his chambers are so dark and yeah. gross and gloomy, and so she's just so. You know, I think that both of them. It was really a shock for them to see. Oh, how, for sure. How terrible and and you know, worse his condition has gotten. And they're not there to to support to keep the kingdom in line and and make and help him. Feel better, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that leaves Alicent and, and Otto Hightower, her dad, um, controlled to, to oversee all royal matters. Right? We see, you know, Alicent has a chair in the in the in the throne room, and Otto Hightower sits on the the, the Iron Throne, as he's probably always wanted. I have some questions about that, yeah. but um, and then we see like Alicent has to at one point, right? Because we we've always talked about Targaryens always. You have to flip a coin, and they're 50-50 on whether or not they're going to be good or they're going to be crazy. <laughs> and Allison, we see, has to talk to a handmaiden, and she basically, the handmaiden tells Allison that Aegon, the heir to the throne, has raped her. And so it's it's pretty messed up. He's, you know, out of control, and he's probably only... 18? I don't know how well... Yeah, you know, I, I can't right. keep track of the ages I mean, now that also, we keep jumping. This was the same guy who was jerking off in a window. Yeah. You know? Like, was quite this, like, <laughs> like jerking is jerking. This yeah. is not surprising at him, but like behavior. Oh no, that that's yeah. No, that comes up because it's like he like uh Allison is talking to the handmaiden and then she goes into doesn't she come in to challenge him and he's like in the window like looking down on his kingdom like jerking off right yeah it's like what what? yeah he's a little yeah exactly he's a little out of his mind probably so anyways so she gives him the the famous um moro after tea um (laughs) as chuck has trademarked um and so now we see a lot of things are being moved around in order to leading up to the, the the petition of the legitimacy to the heir um Rhaenyra meets with Princess Rhaenys to get her support, and in doing so, proposes the marriage of her two sons with uh, Rhaenys's um, granddaughters. granddaughters um, which I guess are their cousins. They're Damons. It's cousins and step siblings. Yes, because Rhaenyra and Damon are married. Are married now. Yeah, and so they're all living under the same household. Yeah, and so. Um, Rainice is like, we'll see. I don't, you know, it's... It's a desperate... It's a desperate ploy, for sure. Yeah. yeah. She's trying to Offer. gather as many allies, and it's really going to be up to Rainice to say what Corliss actually wanted. Yeah. It's advantageous for, yeah. the, for for her sons, but I mean, at the same time, too, it could be advantageous for the whole family. Sure. So right now, you know, Princess 
Rhaenys is having to choose between her blood family, right. which is the Targaryens. Yeah. So she, does she support Princess Rhaenyra or her married family, you know, who she has married into and, and, and kind of chosen? So, you know, do you, is it your chosen family or your blood family? Like, she's having to choose. But it's not all bad because, let's say, this whole proposal of marriage between Rhaenyra's kids, who are not fully Targaryen right. and Valerian, right. but from Laenor. Right. But they do wed her granddaughters, which are Targaryen and Valerian. Right. And it only dilutes the bloodline just a little bit. Yeah. So that way just they're... A, just a dash. Just a dash. Mm-hmm. That way their heirs will be of true lineage and, and will be able to keep the name and the bloodline going. So right. it's not a bad choice. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, goodness, that brown hair apparently is a super dominant dominant gene. Them and the Starks. <laughs> And the Baratheons, they just, right. that, that dark hair takes over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so, Rhaenys is kind of, you know, on the fence about it. We don't know which way she's going to lean. Um, and uh, Rhaenyra goes to see Viserys in his chamber and, you know, begs him to defend her succession. And she brings up, she kind of really tries to tap into their relationship when she was yeah, younger. when she was younger. And so she's trying to, like, bring up that joy and that, that strength in her relationship with her father. Because, obviously, you know, she, she knows that she's left him in, in the charge of Allison. So yep. she doesn't know how deep that relationship is yeah. and stuff like that. So she mentions the song, the the... Song of Fire and Ice. So, yeah, Song of that, yeah, that Ice and Fire, whichever. Yeah. That, that, you know, he has the mentioned. The prince that was promised. Absolutely. Yeah. Which and so, we know long term is. Is her son. It's Jon Snow. Uh, well, yes. Yeah, long term. But, but they, they believe it's. Aim, they, they believe it's. Her son. Uh, an heir in their time. Exactly. Yes, correct. And so he, you know, and when this whole conversation happened, he was like, you know, um, you know, my daughter, you're you're the one, and your son is going to be the one that unites the realm, and blah blah mm. blah. And so he truly believes that Rhaenyra is the key to all of this, and her children. And so she is the one, you know. So she reminds him of this when he's, you know, again super sedated and doesn't know what's going on, yeah. and she's trying to pull him out of that fog by saying, you know, please support me, like, yeah. you know, if not. You'll condemn me, essentially, um, and stuff. And so bringing up that fire and ice and that that memory that she has is key because we see it later. And this is what triggers everything. All, you know, yeah. doom. Yeah. And so that leads us to uh, the, the petition is now being heard in court and Otto Hightower is sitting on the throne. Proudly. Proudly. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. I love how he whips his cloak around and he's like, <laughs> I will take my seat. Yeah, I and it's know. like, well, like, this guy is a little too used to this. Yeah. But we know it's a, it's a clown court, right? They know which way they're going to blow. Right. Because they're not going to go in in Allison's favor. Oh, this, yeah. this, the deck is stacked in, in favor of of the Hightowers. And right. And they they are doing everything they can to prove to that delegitimize right. that Rhaenyra's yeah, two, two um, Targaryen Valerian children are right. are not Lanors. Right. And so Vayman gets up and gives his speech and Otto Hightower listens and blah, 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 blah. And that's when. Rhaenyra starts yeah, to she, give her petition. She gets up and she gives her, you know, she's starting to give her speech. And then the throne room opens. Duh. Yeah. And it's Viserys who is slowly walking in with his cane. And he's pretty, 
He's pretty it's beat up. So pathetic. He's pretty it's weak. So sad. It's pretty sad. It's really sad, and it's so sad because he just looks so pathetic and he looks so helpless. Um, but again, it's that that will, that resolution that yeah. he has, yeah. and he's trying to gain as much strength as possible because he doesn't want to be carried in. Yep. Um, you know, and so he's like, I don't need help, and yeah. the guards are trying to help I don't need him. any milk of the poppy. Get yeah. off of me. Get yeah. off of me. I want to be lucid. And he yep. says something like that. He's like, I want to I want to be lucid. I want to be I present. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. And so there were, you know, uh, Hightower, Otto Hightower was trying to give him before mm-hmm. the petition hearing, he was trying to give him milk of the poppy, and he's like, no. Yeah, to knock his ass out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He yeah. wanted him to be asleep and, you know, not, not know what's going on or be present. And yep. so, um, yeah, he decided not to, and he is pushing the guards away, yep. you know, and he starts. He's going to climb the throne, and he's, like, making it up, like, the first couple of steps, and he drops his crown, and that's when we see somebody reach out to pick it up. and He pushes away, thinking it's a guard. But it's Damon. And he's like, okay. Yeah, so Damon helps him, you know, ascend the throne again, and then sits him down, and then puts the crown on his head, which it's like... <laughs> He's pretty. He's pretty yeah, loyal. He's right. pretty loyal, brother. And I mean, Damon too was one of those characters where, obviously, in the first couple episodes, he was this hothead, and he had this wife he never talked to, and he was sleeping with this brothel queen, right. and you know, he kind of wanted to do whatever, and you didn't know which way he was going, and so, and then of course, at the end, he like gave his brother the crown because he tried to. He said, "I'm king of the." He knew his place, right? Yeah, he but, knew his and place. And I mean, I have so much respect, and he's one of those characters that I have truly grown to love, and yeah. Damon is definitely my favorite character. Like, oh, yeah. I mean... You, you started off hating him, and then right. he pulled a Jamie Lannister, Absolutely. and you're like, damn, this is and my favorite like, character. he's, like, loyal to his brother, and he does it, and he's, like, you know, he he's, he's just... A, he's got little brother syndrome. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, he wants to... When his brother was trying to help him with the Crab King, you know, he was like, yeah. I don't need help, and he went in there, and he... He gutted that little crab like nobody's business. Yep. Um, and and I, th- I think Damon sees the toll it takes. Right. And I, I think he realizes, like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't take this. Because, right. yeah, it's just eating Viserys out from the inside out. Absolutely. Um, and so Viserys hears the petition, and he's like, this has already been settled. I don't understand why we're bringing this back yeah, up again. Lucerus will be the heir to Driftmark. Right. And... I reaffirm it, and that closes the case. And uh, Vayman gets up, who's right, Corliss's brother, and he's like, this is ridiculous. Like, these kids are bastards, and Daenerys is a whore. Right. And, like, really oversteps his line. Rhaenyra is a whore. Yeah, Rhaenyra is a whore. Really oversteps his line. Right, absolutely. And, you know, he's he's just so consumed with... Everything and he's so just the, the blasphemy that's happening in front of him, and he just doesn't understand. And so he is just getting super passionate, and everyone's kind of like, "Calm down, yeah. Remember where you're at. No, I think, your I think place. they're just like backing out of the screen. Right. They're like, "This guy is taking this one on his own. <laughs> exactly. I'm not in the front. I'm, I'm not in frame for this. I'm not this with is all him. him. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not with, with this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know him. Yeah, and uh, we we look over and we see like Damon look over at at Rhaenyra, yes. and she just gives him a little nod, a little Jada Pinkett Smith little nod. <laughs> so he goes up there and he slaps the shit out. I mean, he actually beheads the dude. Right. Yeah, and, and you see Feynman, and all of a sudden you see his head chopped in half. You're like, oh! Yeah, because the king was like, I'll take, I'll have his tongue, because yeah. he's saying, cause, and it's funny, because yeah, everyone was like, say it. 
Say it. Yeah, pretty much everybody was like, he's say all it. saying what we think, right? Yeah, and so he it, says it, and of course it shows Allison, who's got this, like, she's kind of, and I mean, she was, she was like the cat who ate the canary when yeah. her dad was sitting on the Iron Throne, and yeah. then when, when Viserys walks in, she's like, oh shit. Yeah. And then now that somebody's saying it, she also was getting like, do it, like, say what I can't say, yep. you know? And so he does, and that's when the king's like, I'll take your tongue, yep. and then... Damon just so much for the so much for the tongue. I'll take his head. Right, he's like yeah. he can keep his tongue, and we clearly see it's still yeah. in the bottom half of his head. Chopped his head in half, like yeah. butter and oh. a hot knife. Yeah, like, just no no chance with the Valerian steel. So now there's no true. Now there's no petition to challenge the the heir. There's no challenge. Yeah. yeah. So now it really is going to go to Lucera's, and uh, that's when we see. Um, Princess Rhaenys get up and 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 reaffirm that she agrees that Rhaenyra's child Lucerys right. should take it, and right. then announces that they will have a wedding. They will be wed between the two. Yes, siblings the between cousin, the four the four kids, right? The, 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 cousins, the two boys and the two girls, the cousins' stepchildren, yes, stepbrothers, and it's, and the, I think that's when. Uh, Viserys is like, oh, it's good news. It's good news. Family together. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, and and so that's when Viserys he, is getting ready to leave, and Allison is just beside herself because this didn't go the way she wanted it right. to. And so Viserys then declares that they will have a feast and that the family will come together like they should, and they should be united while he is still alive. Right. And I, I think he sees. I think he feels the writing on the wall with his health. And, oh, he knows he's, you know, he's going to die yeah. at some point. And so yeah. he's, of course, you know, wants that last... I, I think he also sees when he's up on this throne and all of this is happening, he sees for the first time probably in, in a long time how clear the hatred... Oh, the divide is, is the divide palpable. And the yeah. tension and, yeah. and all of that. And so that's when he's, you know, like, all right, well, let's go have a family dinner. Uh, nothing, nothing can cure uh, this like a family dinner. Yeah, <laughs> and so they they're at the feast, and Viserys gives a speech about how they should all be working together and perpetuating the house of the dragon and and the bloodline of Valyria, and this infighting should stop. And of course, he gets tired, right? Yeah, no surprise he doesn't stick around long. Right, but it's it's he he starts to his energy is fading, and he's he he shows oh. he takes off his patch. See him as he is. He wants everyone yeah. to see who he truly is and yeah. how bad it's gotten. But it's I think too it's that it's whole the toll like, of the throne. Yeah, yeah, and he wants everyone to kind of see. But it's just like let's just take our masks off, type of thing. Oh, that's a good point. You yeah. know, and so he's like, I'm just gonna take my mask off and be vulnerable for a second. Yep, and in front of my family. Yep. You know, if I can't do it here, where can I be vulnerable? Right, right. And I think, too, Rhaenyra really sees how bad it's gotten. Yeah. Because she hasn't seen him without his... Yeah, he's had a pat... Like, he's had, like... Bandaging. Jaws on or, and all that stuff. And, yeah. And then she sees how Allison still dotes. I don't want to say dotes, Takes but, care of him. But takes care of yeah, him, yeah. you know, like a proper yeah, yeah. wife. Yeah. And so she, she makes this beautiful toast, and it's super heartfelt and warm. Yeah. Because she, she really just... She makes this toast not on a lot of things, not on everything that kind of goes on, but I think just the, the pure thing of she takes care of my father. Allison yeah. has always been there. She's a loyal wife. And takes care of him. Yeah. Like she should have. I yep. mean, I'm sure there were plenty of times when she could have just slipped a little bit too much milk in the poppy. Slit or his throat, yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. nobody would have, like, had a second guess. Thought otherwise, Exactly. Yeah. Um, but she's really cared for that, and Allison, it really resonates with her and, and, and settles in, inside. And so she... Um, 
she really kind of it, that is the catalyst that changes their relationship you know right now and so she makes a toast and and everyone's kind of really getting together and i think viserys is like my plan is working like in a great way like like i like it's everyone's finally getting along um and taking putting down their swords essentially and and having a conversation um and then of course the children yeah of course yeah the children give a speech and how what, uh, the think, younger, it, yeah. the younger high tower, you know, chill child starts teasing. Yeah, Amon, like Amon the second, Amon one eye is like, yeah, to the children, my cousins who are smart and so strong, and they're like. Fuck you say to me, right? And it's just like, oh, dude, you gotta start this shit. Teasing him about getting married, and oh yeah, yeah. If you want to be with a real man, if you want to know what it, would it, you know, yeah, kind of teasing him about call exactly, like oh, and then he's teasing his his male cousin, like oh, you know, who's supposed to be the king, yeah, after Rhaenyra, right? He's like, oh, have you even done it? Do you know the basic mechanics of what happens after you get married, type of thing? And so, I think too, he's doing that and being a jerk, like. Children are at that age, and uh, the oldest son's name, Rhaenyra, Aegon, Aegon decides, he kind of looks at his mom, and he decides to take the high road, which again is very prevalent of his character, and I think too we're going to see a lot more of that, and he takes the high road, and he's like, you know what, thank you cousin, and he just kind of like jokes it off, and the other cousin feels like a jerk. So again, it's like... It's. I think this is us getting a real insight to who they're going to be as adults um, when. The oh, for sure. Sees. Yeah, yeah. When the civil war starts. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And they're just picking a fight. The the, Allison's kids are just picking on Rhaenyra's kids right. as always. Absolutely. Um. And so they break it up, and um. I think Damon gets between his kids and, a uh, Aemon One Eye. Yeah. I'm probably screwing up the name, but anyway, the one that lost his eye, which is just a huge. Yeah. Like prequel to the battle that those two are going to have later yeah. down the line. It's yeah. going to be the Dance of Dragons. Absolutely. Um, and so dinner's Which, over, and, and it makes me love Damon a little bit more. You know, totally. I mean? Damon's like, the man. Because I think too, it was when when he was talking to his wife, um, the Valerian wife. Who committed suicide? Yeah, yeah, Lena. Yeah. Lena. When he was talking to Lena, Lena was talking to her children and and the girls, and the girl, one of them was like, "Well, he just ignores me," you know. So he was kind of an absent dad. Yeah. But I think now he's really fulfilling his like fatherly duty. Oh yeah, for sure. And he's standing up for his new children, his yeah. adopted children, um, yeah. and stuff. And so I think this kind of really symbolizes his. How, how connected he is with mm-hmm. Rhaenyra. Oh, yeah. And, like, they're they're really strong in their family life right now. And so he's, like, standing up for these children that aren't his. Yeah. Um, and, you know, defending them and, and, you know, I don't know. I think that that's important, and I think we're going to see a lot of that. Um, and, again, it makes me love Damon a little bit more. For sure. <laughs> and then we see, we it, then it transitions to Viserys is, you know, in bed, the king, and he's near death, and he's muttering... You know, uh, Aegon the Conqueror's dream, parts of it, and 
he's talking to Allison, but he thinks it's Rhaenyra. Right, because before he thought Rhaenyra was Allison, you know? And yeah. again, when you're in this haze yeah. and Milk on, of the Bobby haze, you just don't <laughs> know who it's so who. many drugs. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so he's talking to Allison, thinking it's Rhaenyra, yep. and kind of quoting their previous conversation. Right. Um, he's like, yeah, I, I, the prince that was promised, I, I do believe it. And, of course, Allison takes it to think that he is referring to Aegon. This is, like, his last dying wish. Yeah. And he finally, like, will he's give talking, up. He's, he's basically saying, he th- in, talk, in thinking he's talking to Rhaenyra, he's like, you are the heir. You are the one that's going to take stay over. Stay strong. Yeah. Like, stay the course. Yeah. I believe it knew. Yeah. And so, but then Alicent takes it as his, like, dying wish and that he's, like, shedding all these pretenses and falsehoods of, like, the legitimacy of, of her, his, of Rainier's children and stuff. And so Alicent's, like, it just, after all the connection and, you know, towards the end of the dinner, her and uh, Rhaenyra, Alicent and Rhaenyra were really wanting to connect as friends again. And they were like, you know, we have this common thing that we're both mothers now and, and we've got a lot in common and I've missed you and stuff. And then after this beautiful warm moment, uh, she goes to her dying husband's bed and he kind of gives her this false information and he kind of, you know, is talking to... Allison thinking it's Rhaenyra, but she gets this fire in her again of like how she's she's the one right one and she's righteous and it's her that's supposed to be leading this charge. And so this just fuels the battle once again between her and Rhaenyra. Yep. Yeah, then that's and then the episode closes with um Allison's handmaiden, lady in waiting, whatever it is. It's uh Taylor, Tyla, whatever it is. Um she is uh, going to see Damon's former mistress, Misseria, yeah, and give her information on what happened in the Red Keep that night. So there are spies happening. There are and spies we, everywhere. We don't know who they're really. Yeah, who, who they're working for. for. Yeah, but we know that the, the episode ends with Viserys dying, and now the cl- the claim to the throne is going to begin. Who is truly going to get it? And Allison and Hightower are going to fight to keep Rhaenyra and Damon from, from getting it. And they will do everything they can to Damon and Rhaenyra will do everything they can to take the throne. And that is going to lead to the civil war, of the Targaryens and what ultimately leads to their downfall. Right. And starts with game of Thrones. Right. But we've still got two more episodes of this season. Any final thoughts on the last two episodes that we just discussed? No, I think that it was, I mean, you know, it's interesting how he was kind of the uh, Viserys was really trying to get across to them that that whole your family yeah. stop fighting each other because you have more things to fight externally. Yeah. Like there are so many other things outside of this family union that you're going to be challenged with. A song of ice and fire people. Exactly. There's going to be white walkers coming. Exactly. There's bigger shit to worry about exactly. right here. Yeah. Than just, you know, your own egos and legacies and ambition. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, I think that that was really important that he said that and that, you know, that was the whole purpose of this dinner and, you know, um, I I think I'm I'm really interested to kind of see what happens and I think they're clearly shadowing good and evil like we've seen Allison's children and how they are and they've got these just kind of wicked dark ways about how they are and they're just kind of jerks so they're already like painting them as the bad yeah and then you know we have Rhaenyra 
who, even though her children aren't 100% Targaryen um, and Valerian, yep. they're still the the kinder of the of the group and sure. so we already kind of see who the sides emerging you yeah. know and and then you have the same thing like the eye patch mm-hmm. and his sharp features he's kind of just looking like the bad boy oh yeah so you know something's going to happen then and um his older brother we don't know what's going on with him he's just married and raping girls and doing whatever and he's kind of just a fuck up, essentially. Pretty much. Um, pretty, pretty spoiled. Exactly. Pretty entitled. Entitled. Yeah. Um, and stuff. And so I think it's going to be interesting to kind of see what happens and the development of these children and their characters. And I kind of want to see more of the development of the the relationship between Rhaenyra and Damon. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, and what is Allison? Does Allison get remarried? I mean, can she? Like, what's her sure. what's her position now? Because after since he's dead, Rhaenyra's going to send the, the throne. The right? queen mother. I mean, she could get married, but it's not going to matter. Because because her her if if she got remarried, it wouldn't matter because it'd be her kids who would who would be the heirs. Right. So she would just be the queen mother. Right. And so Rhaenyra is just going to send the throne now. Theoretically, since the king has died, it's for what the king's be, wishes were, Rhaenyra should ascend. But yeah. we know that's going to yeah. be challenged. Now that there's. Yeah. Yeah, so this will be interesting to kind of see what happens. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it's all going to be coming down to the fighting between, and in, in what I believe the book calls it, the, the green, which is the high towers. Okay. And the blacks. And the blacks are Rhaenyra and Damon's family. And yeah. so the last two episodes, uh, episode nine is called the Green Council, mm-hmm. which is going to be. Which they've talked about green before. Correct. Right near said, you've got to help me hold off the greens or something like that. And they also said um, that they were like saying that what color flag is it that you use to imminent, to, to like kind of talk about war. Yeah. And it's green. Yeah. And that For the was, high towers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And green. And so what. Allison, when she was super fed up, when she was younger, super fed up with Rainier's, she, she was wearing green. Yeah. So this is obviously a prevalent color in what's going on. And so it's interesting to see that this is now the Green Council. Yes. So. And then episode 10, which is going to be the season finale for season one. Wow. Is going to be, it's titled The Black Queen. So. Wow. Maybe Rainier does ascend the throne. Well, it doesn't actually mean like color, but I mean, I'm thinking like. Because she's House Black. Yeah. So she's the Black Queen and she takes over. Yeah. So it'll be interesting what happens. But from what we've heard, season two is almost two years away. That's insane. I cannot believe. Writing, production. George R. R. Martin likes to take his time. I mean, I talked to him, okay? And he told me that he was going to start speeding things up. Yeah. I don't don't know. (laughs) So we'll have to wait. But we have two more episodes. Episode nine drops tonight. Chuck will be back later this week. So we'll talk more about that when he gets back. But really appreciate you joining <laughs> and helping out on this episode yeah. and getting through episode seven and yeah. eight because we both watch this. Yes. And then Chuck and I talk about it. So it's good to get some outside in- input into yeah. this. So appreciate everybody for joining. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening to us. Yeah. As always, you can catch us on Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Tell people about us. You can always check out our Instagram at Can We Kick It Pod. You can always email us at 
canwekickitpod1 at gmail.com. And you can always check out our website at kickingitmedia.com. Tell us if you have any other suggestions or insights. We'd love to hear from, you know, obviously you heard about what we kind of thought about it. But if you catch something that we missed um, or that was important, we'd definitely love to hear about it and do a little shout out. So, And as always, peace.